Hi, my name is Anthony DeSimone, and this is the Yen Podcast. And you're listening to Entrepreneur's Island, which is that island that many entrepreneurs and small business owners place themselves on because they're convinced their problems are unique and no one can help. This podcast is all about sharing those problems, those very common problems, and offering solutions. Most of my days begin with meditation. When I first became interested in learning the art of meditation, I immediately went to the best teacher I could find, and that teacher's name was YouTube. After months of learning and practicing meditation through the internet, I happened to see an advertisement for a meditation class and thought, you know, maybe I should work with a real expert to help excel my learning. So I signed up to take the class. When I met with Kathy, a woman who has been teaching yoga and meditation for over 15 years under the tutelage of a meditation instructor who learned directly from Swami Rama, the founder of the Himalayan Institute, her first question for me was, do you have any previous meditation experience? And I proudly told her that I've been meditating for many months. She said, that's great, and then asked where I learned my meditation skill, and I answered, the internet. At that moment, I'm pretty sure Kathy realized I was a neophyte and was going to have to teach me like any beginner, starting with the basics. I quickly realized during that first meeting that not only did I not know how to meditate, I apparently didn't even know how to breathe. She explained that it's important to learn how to breathe properly before one can effectively meditate. I discovered that breathing into my diaphragm is key to preparing myself to reach a meditative state, and I definitely didn't know how to do that correctly, considering that I wasn't even sure where the heck my diaphragm was. Fortunately, Kathy explained where that was too. And for your information, it's a large dome-shaped muscle located below the lungs. For the majority of the remainder of that first hour-long session, Kathy had me laying flat on my yoga mat with my back to the ground and a five-pound bag of rice on my diaphragm. I laid there as I followed her instructions to breathe deep into my diaphragm as the weight of the bag of rice acted as a strengthening mechanism for my diaphragm muscle. We continued learning how to breathe with bags of rice of various weights for weeks to the point that I thought we would never actually get into a meditation pose. The reason why Kathy was starting me off this way was because I needed to create the habit of proper breathing first. The more effective I am at breathing properly, the more effective I will be at meditating, or as she says, the more effective I will be at taming the monkey mind. All of this will allow me to become more focused in thought and mind throughout my day and the greater chance I will continue to exercise the art of meditation on my own. Whenever I begin the process of training a person the proper way to set and accomplish goals, I think about the first meeting with Kathy and that bag of rice. Many of the people who want to learn the goal program want to begin with a big, huge, audacious goal. You know, one of those BHAGs? 
but after asking several questions, I usually discover that they don't have any real goal experience. In other words, they don't know how to breathe properly. So my version of the rice bag is having them fill out what I call an energy drain list. I give them a plain sheet of paper that says energy draining activities that I engage in. And then I tell them to keep this list with them all the time. And every time during the day they find themselves doing something that is draining their energy, add it to the list. That list tends to be quite long when I see it two weeks later. That list includes many of the reasons why these people are stuck putting out fires every day. That list includes many of the reasons why these people are so stressed out. That list includes many of the reasons why these people are no longer enjoying running their own company. So I start them off with a much smaller goal, but a very important one nonetheless. It's a goal that will help them reduce the number of items on their energy drain list. A goal that will assist in freeing up their valuable time. A goal that will help them break the habit of multitasking. And the reason I like to begin there is because multitasking tends to be one of the biggest reasons people fail at completing goals. Multitasking tends to be one of the biggest reasons people fail at completing goals. In order to be extremely effective with completing goals, you must be focused. What I usually encounter when first getting started training with someone new is he or she tends to be a multitasker and more than likely proud of it. Unfortunately, most people tend to see multitasking as a skill of efficiency. That notion couldn't be further from the truth. Multitasking is why they are being held back and is one of the primary reasons why they have absolutely no time. I always get pushback when we set the first goal and have them work on completing tasks in a more focused and batch-like fashion. I hear excuses like, Tony, I have always been a multitasker and am much more effective when I'm working on several things at once. And I think, really? Is that why you never have any time? Or another excuse, Tony, I do my best work when I'm under the gun and the deadline is near. And I'm thinking, really? Is that why you are constantly stressed out and late for everything? Or when we get started on a goal, they have the tendency to want to jump around and discuss other issues and topics. And I have to say, no, no. Let's work on the goal we set. Let's make the habit of completing something all the way until it's done. And then we'll work on those other issues and topics. The bottom line about multitasking is this. There's considerable research that proves our minds are not good and never have been good at multitasking, period. According to cognitive psychologist George A. Miller of Princeton University's Department of Psychology, the number of objects an average human can hold in our short-term memory is only between five and nine. This is frequently referred to as Miller's Law. When you're trying to accomplish more than one task, each one requiring some level of either problem-solving or reasoning or focus, Multitasking completely fails. Your brain just can't take in and process even two of those types of tasks simultaneously. 
when the brain fails to process the information, it fails to fully encode it into short-term memory. And when the information doesn't make it into short-term memory, it can't be transferred into long-term memory for recall later. If you can't recall it, you can't use it. The most effective entrepreneurs don't multitask. They organize, they prioritize, and they remain focused on completing tasks one at a time. By following that habit each day, the most effective entrepreneurs are far more organized with their time and become very proactive about what they plan on completing during their day. This proactivity allows them to focus on the tasks that have the greatest value to them and their company. And not only do these tasks have the greatest value, but since they have had time to parse out the work that they shouldn't be doing, you know those energy draining activities? The most effective entrepreneurs are performing work that they excel at. So they look forward to it and it shows. They are immersed in their work. They never seem tired and they never seem to slow down. They're like machines. They love what they do and they make it look easy. It seems as if they could work nonstop without sleep or food and they don't appear to recognize the passing of time. They're working harder and faster than everyone around them, and yet they appear to be so calm in mind and body as if they are in a meditative state. They are experiencing what is known in psychology as flow. Proposed by psychologist Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, flow is defined as the mental state of operation in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus, full involvement, and enjoyment in the process of the activity. In essence, flow is characterized by complete absorption in what one does. In his book, Finding Flow, Csikszentmihalyi explains that flow is likely to occur when an individual is faced with a task that has clear goals. The most effective entrepreneurs, the most effective people, do not multitask. They organize, they prioritize, and they set clear goals. And by doing that, they remain focused on the tasks that allow them to continue to grow their business and enjoy what they do every single day. That focus allows them to find their flow, which then creates even more focus. When they focus, they flow. When they flow, they focus. They focus. The most successful entrepreneurs and people know how to focus. So how do you go from multitask to focus? Well, let's start by learning how to breathe properly. Get a notebook or a piece of paper or add a note on your phone and at the top write or type energy draining activities I engage in. For the next two weeks, write down everything that you are engaging in that drains your energy and be honest with yourself. When I sit down with the entrepreneurs and executives that I work with to review their list, I typically see a list loaded with activities that other people in their company not only can do, but in many cases have been hired to do. We work together on letting go of these activities and transferring them to the individuals that should be doing them. 
Once we begin the process of reducing the number of items on the energy drain list, they begin to have more time to do what they enjoy doing. They have more time for the activities that made the company successful in the first place, and before they know it, they're having fun again. They're enjoying running a company again. They have found their focus. So take a look at your energy drain list, line by line, and review each one and ask yourself, is there someone else that can accomplish this task? If the answer is yes, transfer it over to them. If the answer is no, then ask yourself, is this adding value to me or my company? And if the answer is no, just drop it. By decreasing your energy drain list, you'll increase the amount of time you are performing the activities that you enjoy, and you too will find your focus. I hope you have a great day.